Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hi, this is Jackie Cash, and welcome to the Dark Forest. We're at episode 23 of the new pre-recorded. Dork Forest websites, of course, dorkforest.com, jackiecation.com. There's a donation button if you've used it, and a couple of you have. Well done. You're affecting change at a grassroots level. Uh, my Wisconsin brothers and sisters. Anyway, uh, there's merchandise. Some people order. I appreciate that as well. The credits. You just heard a song from Mike Rickberg singing about the Dork Forest. Vilmos does the website. And Patrick Brady fixes the audio. These are good people. And uh, you, you, uh, sitting in my living room. Let's just mumble, mumble, and then Jimmy Pardo, Never Not a Dork. No, Never Not Funny is the name of your podcast. Is that my intro? That's your intro. <laughs> I apologize for being unprofessional. I uh, threw a cashew in my mouth thinking I had a little more time. A little more time? I thought the credits were going to last a little longer. I didn't know it was going to be a three-member team. <laughs> no, we're, we're just two of us. Sometimes I like to just go one-on-one. Mm-hmm. This is the, I do it with a with a certain number of people that I think, I can just put a quarter in this guy. Yeah. And then he'll talk for an hour. And then I'll just go, interesting. interesting. I've never heard you stop talking long enough for somebody to go for an hour. And that's complimentary. <laughs> that, well, it's I am chatting myself. I, but you know when you do stand-up, you take over the radio show in the morning because you're like, well, this guy. You, you kind of have to. You have to. Right? Right. Because it's, it's, there's five, there's five DJs and none of them want to talk for some reason or whatever they're saying. It's ridiculous. Or they want to talk too much and then you still have to take over. Either way, you have to take over so that you can get your sense of humor out there. Right. You got to get, <laughs> let's get someone's sense of humor out there. Mm-hmm. Early morning radio, uh, for those of you who love it, uh, I'm not here to judge, but I'm not a fan. I think there's a handful of good guys out there. Sure. You? I think obviously sure. Bob and Tom are terrific and I think Dudley and Bob out of, uh, Austin do a great job, and uh, Todd and Tyler out of uh, Omaha. And let's, uh, let's take some notes here. Uh, uh, Jim Johnson, who I don't think is on in Detroit anymore, I used to think was great. Uh, the other guy, Dick Purton, who was in Detroit, an older guy, just retired. He was terrific. Wow, I like the fact that it's an untapped dorkdom, your early morning radio guys, that, uh, that you ah! always enjoyed. There you go. You know what? Maybe that is. I, you know, I do have a, a love of the morning radio guy. I grew up idolizing Steve Dahl and Gary Meyer. Out of Chicago? Out of Chicago. Interesting. And then, uh, course, what, what, what station were they on? They were on the loop. Oh, were they on the W-L-L-U-P, loop? W-L-L-U-P, 97.9. And uh, they were, uh, you know, they were, quote, unquote, shock jocks before shock jocks were, 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 uh, shocking were giving a title. Yeah. Right. Well, how shocking were they, though? I mean, At this, the time? This, yeah. Because this is 80s, right? Uh, it was the 70s and 80s. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know what? I just had Gary on my show. We did a live show in Chicago of Never Not Funny. And Gary Meyer was kind enough to come on my program, which I thought was uh, pretty amazing. That is nice, because he's retired, uh, you say. No, no, Dick Purton out of Detroit is retired. Gary oh, okay. uh, Gary does WGN in Chicago still, afternoons. Oh, okay. And he, um, uh, I talked about this very thing, about how, you know, do they regret anything they ever did? Do they ever get any blowback on anything? And uh, Steve Dahl, his partner at the time, uh, uh, did a song based on uh, John Wayne Gacy killing kids and storing them in his crawl space. <laughs> Right. Uh, and the song was Make to another uh, brick in the wall. It was called Another Kid in the Crawl. And That's good writing. I'm in sorry. Mid- in the late... Se- funny! I don't mind that. I don't you know mind what? That. It was funny, but they got, as he said, they got a lot of uh, they got a lot of for it. And that is today, an okay. There is nothing. You know what I mean? Right. They, he could say any number of things. Uh, you know, and then you're going to stop with the cashews? Well, okay. You know, I feel I just realized I just touched about nine of them, and they <laughs> took none, so you may not want to have any of those. Right. Uh, are you ill? 
No. Okay, I'm in great good. shape. I'm in the and best so, shape I've ever been in my entire life. In your entire life. You look good. Thank you. It's all coming together. Lost here. a lot of weight. Did you? Yeah. Did you, what, uh, 30 pounds. Lost 30 pounds. 30 pounds. Yeah. How, how'd you do it? High AIDS. Okay. Um, <laughs> that joke's always funny. Always funny. I don't know why it's funny either because uh, people are dying of AIDS. And yet I still think that 9-11 are the two funniest things in the world to me. They really are. What do you, okay. I have a thing about 9-11, mm-hmm. which is uh, that that's why there's the bearded youth movement. I think the bearded youth movement is a direct response to 9-11. You think uh, they're trying to uh, look like uh, terrorists? Al-Qaeda? I think that Muslim? they know that that we uh, that the government and adults have done nothing since 9-11 to stop terrorism in 9-11 and uh, Al-Qaeda and all of that stuff. And it's a big screw you to your mom. But let me it's ask like, you I'm a gonna, question. I'm going to grow a beard. This, is not a, this show is about comic books. <laughs> uh, or or patches, whatever be. the person collects. Patches. Um, oh, did you ever get any patches? I, I received a patch or two. We're, we're but let me ask you that. a question. Yes. Uh, you don't uh, listen. Uh, we have not been attacked since. So right. how could you say nothing's been done? I'm not a political guy, and I don't want to even go down that path because I don't understand it. Maybe we've been attacked uh, every day since then. I every don't know. day we're living in but fear. Aren't we? Every day. In fairness to uh, Mr. Bush and then now Mr. Obama, we have not been attacked. We have not been attacked. Um, but do you feel safer when you go through the TSA? Do you think that they're affecting some change at a grassroots level? Um, or do you think that they're guys that are making 11 bucks an I hour? I think they're guys making 11 bucks an hour, but I think they're doing a job, and I think it's a horrible job. Um, well, it's a thankless job. It's I'll very give them thankless. That. But you know what it does? It, and it did create work. Mm. So it's created a lot of jobs. We did get some jobs out of it. I did see a woman this past uh, Sunday. Um, you know, they're, they're just doing a job. Right, and she goes through, and she's wearing sweatpants, and and she and she goes, uh, "They said, ma'am, you have to you know, take your jewelry off." And she's like, "I'm not taking it off." You know, what, what, what do you think I'm going to kill people with my jewelry? It's like, lady, just take off. Really, your effing jewelry. And then they said, "Anything in your pockets?" She goes, "I'm wearing tights." Does it look like I have pockets? Well, your sweater's hanging down below your ass. Nobody knows if you have pockets or not. Right. You annoying ee. Yeah, yeah. Just who? Even if it takes a second to take it off, take it off. Right. It's it's it, it it's not preventing anything, but that's the job now. The job is is take your nonsense off. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go through. My thing is, I I always get opted. I always get uh, picked to go through the giant sonogram. Yeah, I do too. And uh, and you got to put your hands up. Yeah, put them up. And uh, I don't do it. I don't do it. Uh, I I don't want the giant sonogram. I'd rather get to meet some nice lady from. Uh, you from say no to the sonogram. I opt out. You opt out and you walk over and a, and a, and a lady... Uh... Yeah, because I always get there two hours early anyway, because I'm a big fan of getting to the airport early. Okay. I have a toddler bag full of crap to do. I got comic books. Mm-hmm. I got the iPad now. Uh-huh. I usually bring my Game Boy. Uh, there's uh, plenty of items for me uh, to do while I'm in the airport, plus... They make $60 in coffee sales or whatever. So you'd else. rather go to the airport, get comfortable, relax, as opposed to the stress of getting there and maybe missing your flight? Yes. Have you ever missed a flight? So I know I had a little panic attack in New York, and uh, and my friend Jenny Bergman, friend of the show, I think she's been on the she was on the old uh, the old call in, but uh, she uh, <laughs> she was like, you realize you're leaving for LaGuardia from the Upper West Side three hours early. I don't know what that means. Is that uh, crazy? It's, 20, or... it's it's early. It's but I like to get there an hour and a half, two hours early. Because you don't know how long the, the TSA is. It's right. fascinating stuff. I'm going to write a book. All right. And uh, nobody's going to buy it because it's super. Okay, let's move on. Uh, this is your show. We talk about whatever you want to talk about. I want about. to talk this about is... these patches. I don't have any patches. <laughs> Come I, on. I, I, Were I you a Cub Scout? Were you a Boy I Scout? I was a Cub Scout. Were you? Did you? I was kicked out of the Cub Scouts. Were you? I was kicked out of the Boy Scouts. I was oh, asked okay. to leave. Yeah. 
Asked you, I was asked to leave the brownies. How? Why were you asked to leave? Uh, the I don't Cubs know. Cats? Why do you think? I probably was an annoying a hole. I. Uh, oh, really? Nothing. There, there, there was no. Uh, there was. There, was there an incident? Yes. Uh, I think no. I think I just. Uh, I do remember the last meeting I was at. This guy named Chris O'Donnell, not the actor, uh, and I. And Chris was actually a straight A student. He was a. But every now and then, Chris would get a little crazy, and sure. so uh, I felt like I had a cohort, and so uh, we kind oh, okay. of. Uh, Oh yeah! I forget what we were doing. It was something really annoying, though. I uh, how old were you at the time? Eight, nine years 14? old. Fourteen. Fourteen. Thirteen. Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts. That's right. Not Cub Scouts. You go Cub Scout. We blow. Boy Scouts. And then Boy Scout. Um right. And I, I, I forget. Boy, I can remember. I remember sitting. At one point, we refused to sit on our on their chairs. We sat on the table. At the meeting, like, like, we just were being annoyed. That's all I remember, but I, I forget the gentleman's name that was running the meeting, but I'm pretty sure we kept calling him by his first name, and that was driving him nuts. Right. As it should have, disrespectful kids. That's it, you got a Mr. Pardo. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know what? Listen, I had a great time in the Scouts. I mean, I, I don't know if anybody was being touched or molested. Oh, right, right. No, uh, probably not. I'm gonna guess no. Yeah. Uh, I'm almost always gonna guess no. Even priests, gonna guess no. You know what, though? I will say this. And I don't want to badmouth any of the priests at my uh, Sunday school or at, at, at the church. Uh, they did seem a little chummy with the – like they were willing to be friends with the kids. You know, like, right. hey, let's go back and have a smoke with a 15-year-old kid. And and so I, I do think back, like – because I was not part of that scene. I didn't smoke right. and I didn't uh, – Oh, so uh, there was no smoking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So I don't – I wonder I, – but I wonder, like, looking back, if there was any creepiness going on. There- or were they just bored? I think they're just bored. They don't have any kids. Right. Uh, and uh, I know Andy was telling me that uh, when he was about 13 or 14, there was a college guy, about 21, who uh, knew his mom from work or something, and he wanted to go to the water park. And he asked Andy if he wanted to go. He's about 10 or 11. He said, he said, I'll take Andy if he wants to go. And so they went. And I said, and did anything happen? He said, no, the guy was bored. He didn't want to go alone. And he didn't mind a kid. Didn't mind going with a kid. Just yeah. didn't want to go to the water. Oh, who, you know, nobody wants to go to the water park alone. Well, that's boring to go by yourself. You know, you got you go by. It's boring with somebody else. You throw. Oh, a, you don't like a. You don't like a water park. You know what? I actually do like a water park. It's the waiting in line at the water park that. Oh, it's really brutal. is tedious. Yeah, I mean, it it, it's it's not unlike an amusement park that you're. Yeah, it's all it's all of them now. It's the all post waiting, office. and then it's, uh, uh, it's the post of... office. Sure, just as fun. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good ride once you get up there. Uh, but to and, answer uh, your question very quickly, yes, uh, I'm not against the Boy Scouts or Cub Scouts. I think it would be. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Right, right. And, I know, was kicked out of. Uh, I think it, I think it was Girl Scouts uh, selling selling those cookies. It was a bit of a markup on mine. You uh, you juiced it up a little bit to I, make a profit. I, right, right. There was a little skimming off the top, hmm. and uh, never never frowned upon in my in my family to to to, to, to skim a little bit, and so <laughs> the Cations were on board with this. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I had a qu- quite a quite a thing happening in junior high uh, around ninth tenth grade, end of junior high, beginning of high school. Made seventy five bucks a week selling student council candy bars. Uh, they were supposed to be fifty cents a piece, and you uh, were supposed to sell them on campus, not off. Okay. I uh, made a choice to uh, sell them for a dollar each mm-hmm. in front of the local Kohl's and the local Kmart. And my pitch was, would you like to be the proud owner and sole proprietor of a student council candy bar? So I made about 75 bucks a week. Spent it all on Donkey Kong, if I remember correctly. I believe there was some Tempest. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... What a Galaga? A little Galaga? Oh, Galaga. Yes, there was, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. Uh, so Gorp. I think was a big one at the time too. That was five games in one. It sure was. <laughs> sure, of course it was. But uh, I remember they caught me, and uh, and they they brought me into the principal's office, and the guy was like, "I hear you're selling 
candy bars off campus. And I knew that that was against the rule. And I, so I was like, yes. And I just, there's too many people selling on, on, uh, at school. Right. I'm I got away gonna, from this. Yeah. Right. Right. I gotta, I gotta find a new, a new, uh, new, new prop, new prospects. And, uh, and he goes, and I understand you're selling them for a buck each instead of 50 cents. And I giant grin on my face. I go, yeah. And uh-huh. good money too. And it looked like someone had punched him right in the nose. Cause he was like, well, that's not. And so I quickly, uh, regrouped. Mm-hmm. Backpedaled and uh, lied and told them some jocks had stolen a bunch of candy bars and I was just trying to make the money up. Let me ask you a question. Why, <laughs> why is that frowned upon? Do you think the the markup? I yeah. uh What business is it of theirs? Well, if, if you're giving them their money, I actually said to the guy, "You're getting your cut. You're getting it. You're getting what you want." It's the my my stepmother actually explained it to me. It's uh it's lying because the people who are buying the candy bar are um. Thinking that they're supporting student council exclusively. Oh, I see. So it's a misrepresentation of yeah, that's advertising. A good point. That's a good point. It was the closest she could come to just going, guess what? It's not okay. Yeah. Don't do it and stop doing it. And my dad was like, so you get out of it? You need any help? And, uh, I did not. I did not need any help. And, uh, but the, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was craziness. Uh, you and I have a similar story. Uh, in, I want to say junior year of uh, high school, a guy named Bob Van Ness and I uh, stole. It's amazing you remember these uh, people's names. Well, there's you know there's, you got memories of people, certain people. Yeah, yeah. I won't remember everybody's name. Right. Uh, but we uh, the band and the choir, and I was in the choir, were, were selling um, uh, candy. Okay. To uh, same deal. Right. And uh, so we uh, snuck into the uh, choir room after hours and stole a uh, boxes and boxes and boxes full of candy to sell on our own and keep all the profits. <laughs> Right. And, um. Did you see any gray area there? No? Oh, yeah. That's stealing. Oh, yeah. And, uh, we, um, we were caught. And. Where were you? What's that? You were caught? Yeah. We were caught and, uh, somebody, like, but somebody, somebody somehow gave us a heads up. Not, not trying to help us, but like almost going like, you know, you guys are screwed. Like that sort of thing. You know, they're, they're coming to get you. So within, like, that might have happened. Like at eight in the morning, like when we first got to school, you know, the deans are going to come and get you guys today for taking that candy. And like Vanessa and I, uh, like, I, I think we raced home and got money from our parents. I can't remember. This is where it gets a little foggy. And then when they, when they came to get us to expel us and because we stole, right. we were like, what are you talking about? Here's the money. We stole. We were trying to make extra money for the school. Oh. And so like wow. this person kind of being, kind of being a brown nose. Right. right. Uh, go ahead, they're coming to get you, jerks. Right. Like, saved us so that we were able to go home. Right, you, you had some warning. Exactly. Without That's... that warning, uh, right. I would have been kicked out of school. Right. And rightfully so. They never made me give any of the money back. Hmm. Yeah. Well, was... but except for their cut. Yeah, well, yeah, they got their cut. Yeah, but oh, I, yeah. I wasn't giving any cut. We stole be. the candy. And you, But you didn't mark it up, so you didn't end up making any money. That is, that, oh, no, that's we, well, we would have made all story. the money. You would have made all the money had, had we, you not been caught. Yes. Right. Interesting. Wait, so what did you, what kind of, uh, how long were you in choir? Were you in choir most of high school? Uh, first three years. I was not in there my senior year. What made you quit? I always wonder about this because um, I almost quit band. What made me quit choir? You know what? I just, uh, you know what it was really? I mean, uh, it was a very jockey high school. Okay. And so at that point, Maybe there were three guys left in choir. Okay. And 
I don't know. You know, you're, you know, at that age, you know, I, I always talk about that age that I wasn't strong enough to be my own person. I was still trying so hard to be liked. Right. That, like, if the, you know, oh, there's no guys in there. I, I, you know, this is not, you, you don't know, see this as an opportunity bad. to meet, yeah, you to know what I mean? Girls, you uh, thought of it as slightly gay. I guess I did, I, but I didn't because I loved it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, also, there was a new choir person, and I just was like, ah, I don't want to have to deal with it. And I stunk. Oh, you were Let's very throw, good at no, it. No, I was horrible. Let's throw that into the mix. Throw so that. I, it's. <laughs> I was a terrible clarinet player. Uh, I will say that. Uh, but the so, but you've always loved singing since then and music before and after, right? Before and during, and after, just during. wasn't. I was never good at it. What was? What's your favorite? Now we, we've talked about it. We talked about this on the old episode, but yeah. But uh, now it's a crystal clear audio. Mm. So let's do it. Uh, what? What's one of your favorite? Do you still see musicals? The new ones? We just saw Sp- uh, Spring Awakenings two weeks ago. What's that? Uh, Spring Awakenings was, I think, the best musical. T- won Tony in 2008, maybe. Okay. For best musical. I'm assuming no other musicals were nominated. <laughs> Why? Because uh, I hated it. Oh, it was terrible. I really have. Some people, what was I, the... they love it. Was love in the air in spring? Uh, what was it, happening? It is, uh, it's about sexual awakening. It's based on a short story, like from 1940s. Okay. And, and, but it's 1940s story about sexual repression, repression. Right. Uh, with modern day music. And it just, it was too on the nose for me. Um, uh, the songs were kind of catchy, but sure. I was so annoyed by the book. Right, right. That, uh, and, and then luckily, uh, at an intermission, my wife also told me that she, uh, was not liking it because, and neither of us, like, wanted to say, I hate this. Right. Uh, cause I loved Rent and she hated Rent. Okay. And so, like, she I was like. I did get to see Rent. Say it again? I didn't get to see Rent. Oh, uh, it turns out it's an attainable goal. It's now available all kinds of ways. Yeah, you can uh, you can see Rent. Right, uh, right. But she did, she did not enjoy Rent. She hates it. Okay. And I've seen it half a dozen times. And I have a love-hate with it, too. I, I Is wa- there parts of it that drive you? Or? All of it. All of it. I, I sit there angry at it. I, I talk about this at length on my own <laughs> show. Uh, I go see Rent. For the two hours that I'm watching it, I hate every second of it. Like, because the lyrics are atrocious. Uh, the story is so over the top, maudlin crazy. Uh, people around me sobbing, you know, because, you know, people <laughs> oh, right, die. It's dying and AIDS uh, of AIDS. And, and, yeah. But, and people not paying the rent and they're mad at the, their friend that wants the rent. Like, there's, it's, everything's a lot of rent ridiculous. Talk. Right, right. And so I still go, oh, I hate this thing. I hate it. And then I get in my car and go, oh, I loved it. Boy, <laughs> that was a good night. I'm going to go see that again. I have to say, I don't like a sad musical. When I was a child, never saw the end of King and I. Uh, because uh, my stepmother told me that uh, he dies in the end. Spoiler alert. The king. Guess what? Yeah, the king and I. Or I. Which one dies? The, uh, king. the king. The king dies. I saw Yul it with Brenner. Yul Brynner. Did you see it? I did. In, On stage? In 1980. 1900. Four or 85 at the Airy Crown Theater in Chicago. I saw it. I, I took a girl. It was a first date. Took a first date to see The King and I. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a nice first date. Over the top. Yeah, yeah. Speaking you, of that's the second time I've used that. that. But that's... Uh, that's, that was, that's, a, that's a stupid first date. Right. You're rising, you know... You're setting mm, the bar high. Yeah. And plus, it's a five-hour night. That's a long time. It's a long first date. It's now, I should long. tell you this. You complimented me on names. Couldn't tell you that girl's name for a million dollars. <laughs> Not for one million. Right. Right. Not for one million dollars. Couldn't. Nothing. Nope. Mm-mm. Let's call her Lorraine. Lorraine? I can tell you it wasn't that. <laughs> I can guarantee it was not that. Well, let's play that game for, let's say, 40 minutes. It's your, it's your show. It. We can do it for six hours. I don't care how long it goes. So, I like so to have fun. Things like that and uh, and West Side Story. Never saw the end of West Side Story. I've uh, never seen the end of Romeo and Juliet. Well, you know what I happens. tend to turn things off. What about Romeo and Juliet? Romeo and Juliet. Pretty sure that's going to end happily. 
Oh, it does. Sure they, oh, did it you does. go see that? Yeah, we saw it. I brought my son. Oh, there you go. Now, how old is he? Like, four, five? Three and a half. Three and a half. Mm-hmm. He loved it. Laughed through the whole thing. Well, that's good times. Uh, I slept. Oh, did you? I fell asleep, yeah. Because that's what dads do. Mm-hmm. I usually uh, enjoy the kid movie. That one yeah. was a little snoozy. Did, I uh, t- had uh, had my niece for a couple of couple of days, and uh, she's three and a half, and they don't have a TV. Hmm. And so I introduced her to Netflix streaming. Oh. And we watched Ponyo. Oh, they love Ponyo. Yeah. Ponyo's amazing. Yeah. Ponyo loves ham. And uh, I've never I seen Ponyo, ham. but my son loves it. Oh, it's amazing. It's actually really, really good. Uh, they don't have, what are those people? Huh? No TV people? They're, yep, they are indeed. Aren't they, they interesting? They are interesting. And my sister, of course, would like to undo. Undo! Undo the Netflix? No, undo the TV. She wants to grab a television. Oh, she wants to get it of, back. Yeah, yeah. It's Put the, it in it's front the of old the man, huh? Well, her lady friend. They have two mommies. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> I'm not really upset. Let's get political. Uh, and uh okay. no no, you're unmoved. I know it. Uh yeah, yeah. They're um they're doing good work. Uh the kids uh, seem happy. So but but one of the mommies uh wants to wants to go no T V and Right, and they had just bought a really nice flat screen television and Darla was like, I had to tell the kids I broke it and then I gave it away. What the F? I know it. I know it. It's uh I don't know what to tell you. It's uh she they they wanted to spend a lot of time with the kids. Because I am, I am a fan of quality—not uh, quality time, quantity. I'm a big fan of quantity time with children. Mm-hmm. Because quality time, it's hard to call that. We're going into some quality time. Yeah. Uh, I, quantity time. You're you're gonna shake that down. You you distill that. Uh, you you're gonna get some nuggets. Is what I say. Uh, I don't disagree with anything you've just said. I also don't understand any of it. Um, <laughs> I agree. I don't, I'm a, you tell your sister to get some balls and tell her <laughs> wife, yes. uh, let's put the TV on. You know what? The TV, we, you know, I'm not going to lie. We were one of these people like, let's keep him away from the TV as much as possible. But you know what? They, there's certain shows that, that he watches and he learns from. Sure. And, uh, you know, then he's also obsessed with Scooby-Doo where he learns nothing. You learn nothing, especially um, the new ones. Holy smokes. Oh, uh, the new ones. P users, man. They are, there's uh, the difference. It's like the difference between the old flipper and the new flipper. Uh, okay. The uh comparison. <laughs> well, here, well, because because what happens is is when you, what, what, like the old Scooby Doo, it was always, there was always a bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. They always it would be the the dude. It would always be the old caretaker, and he was bad guy. Mm-hmm. Now there's actual magic. There's actual ghosts. Yeah, and and, and that's, it's never real. Right. It doesn't feel because what you learn from the old Scooby Doo. Was that there isn't any ghosts? There might be a bad guy, but there might be an but, idiot. Yeah, right. Right, but that's it. And and the old flipper. I don't know if you ever saw any of the new flippers, mm. but the difference between the old flipper and the new flipper. The old flipper, the bad guys always wanted to steal flipper and use them for their nefarious purposes. In the new flipper, they just wanted to blow them up. <laughs> They're constantly trying to kill flipper for no reason. <laughs> I love flipper. Uh... <laughs> There's a great old movie, the original uh, Flipper movie. I'm going to put that in the notes. All right, make a note of that. I'm not above make it. Make a note of that. I'm going to check out this. Very, very what are you going to look at your... Uh, your... Nothing. I was just looking at my palm pre to see who was uh, text messaging me. Oh, that's nice. I get about one a day. One a day? No. I, no. I, I, my exaggeration was horrible. I get about one a week. Okay. Uh, right. Go ahead. All right. Let's talk more musicals. Oh, okay. Because wh- I, I like the old ones. and and I Example. Seen... Carousel? You know what? I never liked Carousel. No, nah, it's horrible. Yeah, it's really what brutal. What about uh, Oklahoma? 
Oklahoma, I've always enjoyed. That's no, horrible. It's dark. Uh, it's dark. You know that guy's dark in it. There's a scary part in it with the bad guy. Yeah, the new one. You ever see the new one? No. It's real magic and real ghosts. Oh, <laughs> and they're always trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, that's so. See worst. that callback? <laughs> nice callback. Mm-hmm, I'm happy to do it. It's, uh, sure. What about? Uh, no, when I say the old ones, I'm talking guys and dolls. Love guys and dolls. Guys and dolls is amazing. I own guys and dolls. I got. So uh, do we. My son loves it. High society. Which isn't really a musical. It's more just, uh, mm. there's some singing. I like, I like a Bing Crosby, uh, movie a lot. Yeah, you like a Holiday Inn? Holiday Inn's one of my favorites. Is that the one where they, uh, they're they, in blackface? They're, yeah, and yeah. then there's like the, the large cutouts of watermelons in the background and they're, oh. they're holding the watermelons? No, are they? Yes. Oh, in, oh, in the dance number? Mm-hmm. I'm so mesmerized by the blackface. Look, look in the background. It, you cannot believe it was ever allowed. AMC, uh, Cut, cut that scene out, which of course ruins the movie, cause then you're just, I mean, ruins that whole part of the, mm-hmm. because you're like, the woman who plays Mamie is such a, you know, she's obviously probably should have been playing Othello. What? That doesn't work. I don't okay, know but, if it does either, but I liked it. <laughs> and, uh, she, uh, but yeah, but, you know, she's singing, you know, Abraham freed the black man and all this stuff. And it doesn't make any sense if they cut the number right. out. And you're just like, what is happening? It is an offensive number in 2011. Sure. It's crazy offensive. Right. But it was made way back then, so to cut it out is uh, is also. But it dumb. also denies, yeah, it denies the history of it as mm-hmm. well. And and you don't, you don't really acknowledge. Like I'm reading these, uh, I'm rereading these uh, science, uh, these uh, Civil War books that I read in junior high that were written in the early 1900s. Okay. They were boys' books essentially. They're the Sweet Valley High of the early 1900s, uh, but. Uh, they're, it's it's kind of fascinating because they were written around 1905, and they're eight books, four about two cousins from Kentucky. One guy fights for the North, one guy fights for the South, and there's each of them gets four books. And the guy who fights for the South, very little talk of slavery, very little. It's a lot of states' rights. It's a lot of you know the ostensible reason for the Civil War, um, which was states' rights, uh, not. Slavery. It's, Abraham Lincoln officially made it slavery in 1863, okay. and 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 the North always, you know, the abolitionists always thought it was slavery, and they mean and states' rights is a nice way of saying we have the right to have slaves. Yeah. So, yeah. It, I understand the South will rise again. Is that something you can? Confirm? I've heard about that. I've heard about that. It's. Uh, mm-hmm. I understand that. I understand. It's very funny. Whenever I go to the South, they're always like, "Is it like what you thought it'd be?" And I'm like, "I thought it would be fine." I thought. Uh, it, I thought it would just be like you, everywhere else. You guys else. get cable, and it's all working out. Yeah, you got a mall. You got a shopping mall. You got uh, some chain restaurants. Right. You guys I'm got a Ford go. dealership out on uh, on the uh-huh. road over there. That's perfect. <laughs> I do. You know what I do love about small towns? They still have the, um, uh, like when car dealers were owned by a guy. And small towns still have that, like in the south or anywhere, really, where you go, uh, oh, yeah, I got I just bought my Ford. Oh, did you go to Johnson's? Yeah. Like, they still, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course I went to, I, Bert does a great job. Yeah, yeah. His dad, you know, the VFW is named after his mm-hmm. dad. You know, <laughs> and it's, yeah, I, it's, I, I, I genuinely like a small town. I do, too. Oh. You know, I was born in a small town. Were you? Probably dying in a small town. J.C. Mellencamp. <laughs> Our great that's poet. Right. Our great poet. He was one of the, yeah, that's right, J.C. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they call him. That's right. It's, you know, my knowledge of music is almost non-existent, but it might, it does include Mr. Bellingham. Uh, you don't care for music? I, you know what? I like music, but, uh, it's sweeping to say that. Cause there's lots of different kinds of music. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the last album I bought was the Lupe Fiasco hip hop album two years ago. So, okay. since then, 
I think somebody told me the Decemberists put something out that's uh, good. They, they, they have, although it's not the same as Lupe Fiasco, I should tell you that. Different type of music. Different type of music. Mm-hmm. I like both of them. Uh, uh, I heard I, a new band called Chromeo. I guess really? they're not bad. They're not, I don't know if they're new. They were on Conan the other day. Chromeo. With a C? C-H-R-O-M. Uh, okay. And they're not, I, I'm not going to lie, yo, uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie to you, I thought it might have been a, a rapper. And uh, they're not. No, they're kind of a funk, guitar rocky uh, funk. Oh, uh, funk! Uh, it's kind of interesting. Kind of interesting. Chromeo. Like Chromeo. Okay. Funk. Would you would 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 you recommend it? You know what? I listened to it once, and I don't see me listening to it again. But I uh, right? I gave it the one pass. Do, do you do you listen to music in the car? Yeah, sure. Oh, really? Is it is it a lot of classic stuff? Or is it a lot of stuff from? Oh, uh, you're wearing a Kiss T-shirt. I am wearing a Kiss T-shirt. I, I wore it uh, on purpose. In, in the effort to want to talk about Kiss? Uh, well, in case it came up. I like it. I, in case uh, that was, if we got into the dark forest, which I don't know if we've gotten into yet. Uh, I feel like we're looking at the trees. <laughs> right. Well, you're not seeing the forest because of the trees. Oh, we've been in it for some time. Lord. You know what? I have deep. I have a lot of depth here. Um, anyway. I listen, so. yeah, I listen to music. In the, I, I, although I will admit that I just, I've just discovered Howard Stern for the first time in my life. Okay. That's, uh, that's a talking four or five guy, right? Months. That's one of those uh, shock jockey talking guys. Yeah. Greg Fitzsimmons. He's on that show. He's on Howard 101, yes. Okay. That's uh, uh but he's he, he he's dirty, right? Like is is not he, really not particularly. You know, he, I mean yes, he does the stripper thing and he and he, and uh and uh you know, there there's some... Yeah, he tends to, uh, some of his segments he likes to talk to porn stars. Yes, and yeah, strippers yeah, yeah, and yeah, 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 okay. yeah. And but he, other strippers, but other segments are not. Other segments uh, when Perfectly. they're talking about the news or he's interviewing like you know, Ron Howard was on recently and that was a great interview. Oh, that's neat. And uh he's a good interviewer. He asks you know, I mean, he has the balls to ask questions. And not just the, you know, hey, well, you do anal. But, right. Uh, but he'll, he asks great questions. I think he's terrific. I, uh, and I know I'm stating the obvious that people a lot have of people like for him. 50 years. And- yeah, yeah, a lot of people like the guy. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I like, I've always enjoyed Howard Stern's second hand. I like someone to say, hey, did you hear that thing on Howard Stern? Uh, I'm like, no, no, tell me about it. And then they tell me about it, and I don't have to listen to Howard Stern. That's how I am with The Simpsons. Oh, that... <laughs> I don't Fair like enough. The Simpsons. You don't, but you but you know that good work is being done. And, like, if somebody will quote something, uh, I, I'll, I will laugh at it and go, ah, it's hysterical. They're like, yeah, you really should watch it. Then I go, yeah, you know what, you're right. Then I sit down to watch it, and I go, nope. Nope, not going to happen. Can't buy into it. First of all... There's so much on television. I don't have time for it, quite honestly. You don't watch The Simpsons. I don't watch The Simpsons. Uh, I like The Simpsons uh, when I see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I usually see it is in syndication on the road. You know, I, I was just going to say, there's a very good chance, cause, and it, it, it has to do with animation. I, don't, I can't buy into it. Oh, you don't like animation? I don't. Okay. Um, but, uh, so I will probably watch a rerun of the George Lopez sitcom. Before I watch The Simpsons, and really? I know on paper from a, as a professional comedian, right? That is ridiculous. Right, right. Those two things on the scales of justice. I'll watch Nancy Grace before I'll watch The Simpsons. Wow. Well, that's just to get my blood pressure going. Well, that'll that'll do it too. She's that, that, everybody's everybody's hitting their wife on Nancy Grace. She's a ghoul. She is a piece of work. She. Uh, I, I love the people that call in her and they go, Nancy. I just want to thank you. You're doing God's work. <laughs> is she by exploiting? By pretending she's not exploiting? Believe. Are you dumb morons? Yeah. As as a as a person who actually doesn't particularly believe in the devil, which is their his first trick, by the way. Uh, I think she's working for the devil. Uh she is uh, an e- an evil, vile human being. A, she's a she's a piece of work, and because uh, I'm I'm working on let's let's just go there. I'm working on a bit. 
Jimmy Pardo, and it's about on, how on Nancy Grace. On Nancy Grace, are you really? Yes, and uh, Law and Order SVU, and because I accidentally read the Dragon Tattoo books, mm. the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah, which I cannot recommend because they. Oh! Well, Did I, you read it? I really thought that was going to say enough at the end of that <laughs> sentence. I cannot recommend. Period. I will not recommend it because okay. they should have been called the girl who was sexually tortured in the Swedish foster care system. Oh, because then I would have known not to read. Yeah, that you would have avoided I don't that. Wanna, no, I don't want to know. I don't mm-hmm. want to know. It's not that uh, that it isn't happening, but I don't think it's happening as much as the media is saying it's happening. And Nancy Grace is part of that problem. Like according to Nancy Grace and the news and and the Dragon Tattoo people mm-hmm. and all of Court TV, ninety eight percent of the men on this planet want to rape things and diddle small children. And I am willing to say, no, they don't, with just as much information. Uh, 90% seems high. I'll go 87%. I'll go 98% do not, and would help. I, 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 I agree yeah, I agree with you. Because here's the thing. In prison, those guys are actually, guys in prison have anger issues. Mm-hmm. They have problems. They kill those guys. Yeah, I know, right? Right. So that's proof number one. Second to proof is... How many people out there, and feel free to email me, Jackie at JackieCage.com, have made terrible life choices? Uh, and then, uh, where you followed somebody into a dark alley for the promise of weed or adventure. Right. Uh, you've, you've picked up a hitchhiker who's been confused when, uh, so confused. The one hitchhiker I picked up, this guy is so confused. At one point, he just, he literally just looked at me and went, so did you want to have sex? Oh, geez, no, I didn't, no, sir. I, no, was I was getting you from you A to B. Yeah, yeah, that was. I was just wanted to be a helper, and uh, but so, but I have a story. I have like at least a half a dozen stories where I've made terrible life choices, mm-hmm. and then they end, and then I wasn't killed, right? But don't let me ask you a question. As a person that works the road uh, as much as I do, and then certainly even more so, ten years ago, we were on the road working very small one nighters and such. Sure, driving uh, around. Can you believe? That, like, you would do a show at uh, Champions Bar in Kearney, Nebraska. I'm making sure. something up. And four people, maybe three girls and a guy, three guys and a girl, whatever, they would go, hey, you want to come back to our house? We're going to have an after party. That's it. And you'd go. Right. You'd get in their car. You'd get in their car. And <laughs> Drive to go. somewhere you didn't know where you were going. I wouldn't do that today. You know, right. but at the time, it's like. Yeah, I got nothing else to do. I will go to strangers' house. Right. At the end of this drive, will there be free bear? Yes, there will be. Craziness. And do I want to go back to the hotel and And be sad? Right. No. No, I don't. So, yeah, there's. But, 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 but. What? uh, Now, and we're both sober so many years. Right. Thinking back to that, they weren't fun. No, no, that was not a fun. These time. are four drunk hillbillies, and I'm a pretty <laughs> sharp guy. Why was why was yes coming out of my mouth? Well, every that snowmobile story, the guy, the the couple that's like, I said I'd never been on a snowmobile, and all three of us hammered beyond redemption. And he goes, "Well, you're going now." And then his wife had clothes for me, and they had a dog, and they were fighting, whisper fighting, while mm-hmm. while she sobers up a half an ounce and and goes, "Don't kill the comedian." And then we get on his snowmobile. And he's like, "We're just going to the big field. No one's ever been killed in the big field." That's not true. That's not true. They, that's where people get killed. That's exactly. <laughs> and but yeah, so and it's not and and allow me to make a disclaimer. This is not to belittle bad situations happen to people. We've all had terrible. Yeah. You know, just sort of. So we all live a little defensively, and I don't recommend that we do not do that because you have to live somewhat defensively. Sure. And but I I think that it is we're they're telling us to be scared all the time of everybody. Who's they? Uh, Who's they're telling us? I believe I I did a litany of a Law and Order SVU 
Nancy Grace, Court TV, and uh, Stieg Larson, now deceased. Um, listen, uh, <laughs> but there's just as many people, Tony, that love life. Who? Who's telling? Oprah? Can't, I can't Oprah. give you one example. Come on, Oprah. Come on. Uh, I don't listen to her and really? her, her crazy ways. You, aren't you going to try and get a... Uh, somebody sent me a thing and said, you should get a show on OWN. Mm. And I said, I would take a show on Logo. Yeah, I don't give right? a Right? I don't care what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, I will say this about uh, the Oprah thing. Uh, when I saw that the ratings are down and she just got another $50 million to create programming, in my head I went, yeah, I should look into that. <laughs> I've got no business being on that network. Uh, but, but, thought it for one second. You could... You know, the thing is, is it's, I think that she's going to need a lot of content. And you got content. You're one of the golden retrievers of stand-up comedy. People like you. Uh, okay. Right. What uh, I'm saying is that you're mm-hmm. super likable on yeah, stage. I guess, I, I, guess, I guess I got confused with the dog. Uh, uh, the, uh, everybody uh, likes comparison. golden retriever. Oh, they do? Yeah, yeah. I'm allergic to the dog, so I don't are know what uh, makes our... Uh, what are, you, are you allergic to cats? Y- yes, not as bad as dogs. Okay, I'm allergic to cats worse than dogs. Interesting. Can't do it. Can't do it. But I like cats. It's not that they are I love perfect. cats. They're they're very beautiful. You know what I don't like? The musical cats. Oh, that's terrible. Hated it. <laughs> Fell asleep is, during it. Uh, this this episode of the Dark Forest is going to be what we didn't like, actually, because there's a lot of things we do like. I do like things. But uh, you love a lot of things, and mm-hmm. and it's. But I like like the 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 Music Man. Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. Those are a couple of my favorites. Victor Victoria, one of my favorite musicals. Mm. Did you ever see that? Yeah, I, I, but I think I, I, I. It's a little high society. Gonna have to admit that I might have seen it during. Uh, I don't want to say a homophobic phase, but I. Th- it was early days because it came out the same year as Tootsie. Remember? Yeah. And uh, and I, Overboard. Never, way. never really liked guy dressing up as girl. Never really. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire does not hold up. Except for Mrs. Doubtfire, I didn't like. I didn't like that at the movies. <laughs> you did. I did. Okay, that does not hold up. I, I Tootsie has it. a hard time holding up. Actually, a lot of people will disagree with you on that. About so, Tootsie holding mm-hmm. up? Uh, yeah, Ben Acker. As a matter of fact, he was I on thrill, know, Thrilling Adventure. I don't know that is. He was previous oh, guest. Yes, uh, I do know who that go. is. There you go. He used to work over at the Largo. I know exactly who that is. All right, let's call him. He's listening. Hi, Ben. Thanks Hi, for, Ben. Ben sent me another. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for a bee dork. Somebody who's really into bees because I want to learn about bees. You mean bees? Uh, bee, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Thank you. Who doesn't love a bee? Um. I don't care for bees. Are you allergic to bees? I don't know. I've never been stung. Not ever. Never. Okay. I got stung last year, last summer. Just last year you've been stung. Yeah, just last year I was uh, helping uh, somebody move a long table for a picnic. Did it hurt? Yeah. Yeah. It really fucking hurt. And let me tell you this. Uh, you jump around like a crazy person, waving your arms, thinking that you're going to fly away. Okay. And, uh, and uh, then your nephews make fun of you. And uh, they're like, that was kind of funny. I mean, when you get stung like that and then you run around, I was like, Oh, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. I'm in pain. Jerk. Uh, <laughs> is it real? I mean, cause it, I'm not going to lie to you. It, it, that might be one of those no, things that scares no, like, me more than anything else in the world. Here's the thing. It's uh, it's not any worse than getting sh- uh, a shot. Yeah, but a shot so, you know is coming. A bee is just going to happen, and so the, right, I would so imagine no being startled. Right. It's, well, you get startled, and it's essentially like someone punches you in the arm a little too hard. And you're like, ah, why Why are you a jackass, and why did you just punch me in the arm? Then you look hard? at it, it's... Uh, it's a B. I don't know. What, what are you reading, Jimmy Parker? What? What am I reading? Yeah, you got anything? Hmm. You do any reading? You know what I do? I go through phases uh, when I read, and I will read uh, sometimes three books a week, and then I will read none for six months. Really? Do you read them simultaneously? No, I'm, I can't be. I'm not that you can't guy. Can't do it? No. Oh, no. Okay. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, uh, last thing I read was the uh, John Krakauer, the, the Pat Tillman book. What's that? Uh, John Krakauer? Yeah, isn't that, isn't that who that is? The guy that wrote... Uh, 
into thin air and uh, uh, I think that's his name. Jesus, maybe I'm okay. wrong. Well, well, we'll fix it in post. Uh, uh, <laughs> boy, I wish I, I hope I'm right. In thin air. What that's... was it about? Was it great? Which one? Into thin air. Yeah, that's or... where the, the guy up on uh, climbing the mountain, and then he said, "God, Jesus, that, that one I." Oh, the, and then he lets go ago. of his brother, mm-hmm. or he lets go of his buddy. Is that the one? Yeah, isn't Into that all of them? Isn't that all the? And then his the buddy lives, and he doesn't have an arm. No, is that something? No, I don't know. No, that's something else. Jesus, I don't know. It's been years since I read that one. He also wrote that great uh, book about uh, the Mormons. For or against? Uh, about. Just about. Just about. Okay. I forget what that's called. Uh, Gates of Heaven or something about heaven. Okay. It's not Gates of Heaven. It's okay. something about heaven. But right. uh, it, it, the word heaven, I think, is in the title. But that was a great book. My wife and I both loved that book. What'd uh, you learn? Did you learn about Mormons? Oh yeah, they're they're, they're fascinating. Some are good people and some are nuts, like any Turns other. Turns out, like they're humans, right? Yeah. Right, right. I was just in Salt Lake City. Wanted to do a joke about the underwear. Uh, was told that it would be like making fun of a yarmulke or a, is, uh, an Islamic prayer rug. Oh! So I said, well, I wouldn't make fun of either of those, so why don't I leave your underwear alone? Yeah, leave the underpants alone. Let some yeah, other yeah. fella do the underpant material. It wasn't that great of a joke. There was nothing to me. It was I just a PlayStation it. analogy that no one was going to get anywhere. <laughs> so, uh, what club were you at? Uh, over at the Wise Guys in Trolley Square in Salt Lake City. You loved it. I did love it. Right. It was nice. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, there was some talk of, uh, of me coming back, and uh, but I was there twice last year, so that's a lot. That seemed a lot, don't you think? Once a year to headline, um, unless you're tra- unless you want to build me a huge Mormon following, I think once a year. I think once a year is good anywhere. Uh, I just got the Pat Benatar book. Oh, really? I just got that. Is uh, that my, a, my, an auto or yeah, autobiography? My friend uh, uh, Pat Francis uh, bought yeah. it. Yeah, and he. Um, uh, boy, you want to talk about a dork? You should uh, have him on sometime. Pat Francis. Pat yeah, Francis collects uh, rock star autographs uh, and goes he? to the uh, goes to extremes to get them. Autographs. Mm-hmm. I've never understood that, but uh, but that is he the, loves that's it. The perfect. <laughs> yes, that's the perfect person for the dork for us because he can explain what the joy of having an autograph is. Uh, and he can also tell you what he does to get them. It's, right. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. And then there's half a dozen, you know, a, a, a thousand stories of that. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. Which is uh, what we're looking for. Uh, and um, so he gave me the Pet Benatar book. I like reading autobiographies of uh, of rock stars. I like hearing, uh, you know, reading what uh, you know what they went through and you know various. Do you ever recording read the Hollywood sessions. ones, or do you just read uh, pretty much the music ones? Uh, kind of just the music ones. I can't think of a Hollywood one I've read. I really can't even think of one. Uh, I read the Kathy Griffin uh, book. The- do those count? Because those are kind of comedy books, aren't they? It's sort of, I say not knowing anything about them, and I apologize. The, the Kathy Griffin one is, be, quite honestly, better than it has any right to be. Because uh, I I find her very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always enjoy watching her. So uh, the book, though, I didn't know if it was going to be... Um, if it was just going to be more snarky, making fun of... But it was her story of... It was... It was it was this uh, autobiography. So it was how hard she worked when she moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. And before that and, you know, all that stuff. And she's she's crazy. She's like the Joan Rivers. There's a reason she's in that Joan Rivers movie. Yeah. is because she is the 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 heir apparent. To, how great is that Joan Rivers movie, by the that's way? A great, that's a great movie. Yeah. But she's, and I've said it before on the show, is uh, Joan Rivers obviously broken and will never... Uh, Never going to have enough work to fill the hole inside of her. Never going to have enough work in her body to... Because 75. You should right? be able to call it, don't you think? I think you should be able to go, hey, I'm doing great. Guess what? I get to age now. When do you get to age? I don't know. Okay. Or, or relax. 
Yeah. Like she's still she's still searching for the brass ring, and she's had it. Right. It, it, in and her, she in her grasp. grasp. And, uh, and and she's I, I don't know I don't know how she still thinks she is an open micer basically you know. Right. Right. And I and and I'll make the same. It's a good one. You guys can cross references. Good drinking game. Find the other two references. Take a shot. Uh, but the uh, it's when she says that she is an actress playing a comedian. Yes. I found that to be bullshit. Well, you know what? My wife asked her this. Oh. Didn't we talk about this on my show? We might have talked about this on my show. I don't think so. Uh, we were at a Q and A. Uh, we saw that movie, and Joan was um, was there. Okay. And uh, Danielle asked that. She said, "What do you mean by that?" And she said, "Well, not unlike Sarah Silverman or Kathy Griffin, uh, I'm not the same person off stage. So I'm basically doing a character on stage. So if you think of it that way, I think we're all actors or actresses." Uh, wow, she's just in my head, digging a hole, jumping into it, and eating dirt. Uh, that is not an answer for me. You don't think so? I don't find that to be an answer. Because I think everybody is different off stage than they are on stage. Uh, to varying degrees. Yes, yeah, so, I, so, so I don't think it's that crazy of a statement. I think she just was kind of stating the obvious. Except for that in the movie, it, this is, it felt to me like she was saying, I am an actress. I would like to be Kathy Bates, essentially. I would like to act. Uh, I believe that maybe th- that uh, she wanted that at some point in her career. I can't speak for her, certainly. I could just tell you what her answer was when Danielle asked her. Right, right. No, no. I love that that, that, sh- that Danielle asked her that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danielle Koenig, by the way, very funny. That's very correct. Funny. And uh, the the craziness is, is that I think... That why, she... why are you writing down Danielle's name? <laughs> so that I remember to put a link to her on the on the notes. Oh, very good. Yeah. I apologize. Because what I'm doing is I'm taking some notes. Because sometimes uh, when I listen to the show afterwards, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do a note session of, oh, this is where you can find that. This is where you can find that. Because pe- you want people to be able to find Never Not Funny. Right? Uh, certainly. And, and, and it's I, on and iTunes. I, and I've proven on... uh, in this uh, interview that I'm Never Not Funny. True. I've said one funny thing in 40 minutes. Well, wait, what And was I don't it? even know what that was. <laughs> I know. I can't even confirm that number. That seems high. You just, I, I, you make me laugh though. You always make me laugh. Doesn't matter what you do. I'm a nice man. Uh, a- but I took your, I took uh, your email to heart that uh, people would rather uh, ta- hear serious things on the Dork Forest than a guy being, um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the wacky on guy. So I, I maybe I've maybe I've done that to a fault. No, no, I think I think you're correct. I, I think pe- the Dork Forest isn't about shtick st- so much. Mm-hmm. It's about things that you're super interested in. And we haven't really talked about a any lot of that. themes, mm. but everything that we've talked about, you've been genuinely, you know, interested in. Except for the Civil War thing you went off on. I didn't have any interest in that because, of course, <laughs> no, we all know that I'm for slavery. <laughs> right? You've always been pro slavery. Always have been. It's a, and not, not just black people. That's what no, I'm always No, just people working in general. Everybody in general is Asians. You're willing to go the Portuguese. Whites! It's a white people. How can we enslave the whites? I want anybody that I could have in my captor. Ville? <laughs> Capterville. Capterville? Uh, that, that is a town in Tennessee. Capterville. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm not going to eat that. I wouldn't. Uh, I picked up, <laughs> I picked up a cashew. It's good times. I'm going to eat it and then I'm going to talk through it. Cause All right. So, it's you want to know moment. what I'm into? Yeah, let's hear it. What do you do with, what, what, what do you, I, cause with my free time? Is, you don't, you don't have a copious amount of free time with, you work at Conan. I work at Conan. That's correct. It's not warm up. You just do a set before the show starts, right? Mm. Is it technically warm up? I, I mean, I, I, you know, in the credits it says warm up comedian. Uh, okay, but, but I you just do go out seven to ten, right? You're just doing a. Huh. I do. I do. Yeah, ten, ten to twelve. Oh, ten to twelve. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I. Uh, it's funny you say that because I just recently said, you know what, seven's not enough. 
you know, and then they went, well, we thought, we thought that's all you wanted to do. And I go, no, give me 10 minimum. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, give me a reason to drive here, you know? Uh, so on the new show, I've been doing 10 minutes minimum and then anywhere as long as, uh, I think 15 is the longest I've had to do. I think. At the new show. You know what? I think 15, they're nice and warmed up at around 10 to 12. Uh, they're also done with me. They might, at, at you 12. think they might be? I don't know. Ready to see the no famous people. They, are. they the... want to see Conan. They, right. They, so, you know, even on my, I, I've always, even when we, when I was doing it at the Tonight Show, uh, on my best nights where they're giving me applause break after applause break and I'm really on. I mean, sometimes it's work. Sometimes I gotta, you know, climb the hill to get them in the good, you know, get them yeah. going. But some nights are just, you know, uh, you know, shooting fish in a barrel. Pardon that, uh, old adage and cliche and overused phrase. Uh, but at, uh, right around 12, they're done. They're, they're like, done. We get it. We're, this has been you're this entertaining, has been but we would like to see Mr. O'Brien. Right, we stood in line. We're going to do this now. Yeah, it's uh, this is not the post office. So and and but they that's do it. Callback, I did. Uh, man, it doesn't count. <laughs> uh, they do a great job over there. It's like clockwork. I mean, they really do a great job of keeping the people entertained. I don't have to go. I don't have to do anything in the commercial breaks. Okay, which is a win. That I, is a I, win. So I truly do. Do I mean? I, as far as warm up, I do have some legal things to cover. Because if I don't say them, nobody will. Oh, okay. You know, so you do a, a slight sort of MC kind of announcement. A little, some out your exits, uh, yeah. you know, blah, blah, turn off your phones, that sort of thing. But I make a joke out of all of them. Right. And, uh, and then I just do, uh, the new stuff? Do you do the new stuff? Or do you go to the vault? What do I you go do? to the crowd. Oh, you go to the crowd? I go to the crowd. Right. And, uh, you but know. You, but your act is, is crowd work. It's all crowd work. But yeah. it's written crowd work, in my opinion. And it's, it's organic. I'm not saying it isn't organic and it doesn't change uh, with the answers, but. I don't know if it, I mean, you know, I, I think on a good night it's not written. I, uh, I think on a good night I'm improvising well, on an amazing the entire night you're thing. Improvising and, and, uh, and then finding uh, new, new jokes and what have you. Um, but on, uh, yeah, sometimes, obviously, sometimes you go to the, go to the bag. Yeah, you gotta go to the vault. Sure. I think they deserve the vault. They've, they've, um, they've sat in a, vaults, the, the vault's proven. Yeah, the vault's, so, so the vault's there do, for a reason. Yeah. And uh, they've come to see comedy. I don't have a problem with the vault. It's, mm-hmm. um, I like to do new material. I like to... Um... I love to, I love what you do, by the way. And this is certainly not uh, the theme of the program. I love that you go to Acme once a year in right. Minneapolis mm-hmm. as the feature performer. Right. Uh, to do nothing but new material. It's true. I think it's great but that I don't... you do that. And I think it's great that they allow you to do that. And you're about to now... Uh, Take away that compliment. Uh, right. Why don't I just say thank you very much? Mm-hmm. And uh, what that's, were you going to say, though? I was going to say, you know, I bookend it. I, I I try to do at least fifteen in the middle because it's a thirty-minute set that I go back. I I usually headline my home club once a year, mm-hmm. and then I go back to feature at least once a year, and I try to do fifteen new minutes. One year I did it backfired. Uh, Lewis Lee, nicest guy in the world, one of the best club owners in the world, in the world, the most supportive guy in my career, quite mm-hmm. honestly, and uh, he. Uh, the, the year I did it, and he happened to see, I think he saw it Tuesday or Wednesday, and all the new stuff was unproven, and uh, I didn't do well. Uh, took me, took I, I think I was on a year and a half rotation that year for a headline. But the thing is, but but, that, but that's not fair because that's exactly the premise of what you're doing is right. Hey, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, certainly on the on a week that you're taking that middle week to work out new material, it's gonna not be proven. Right. So don't. Punish me. Yeah, yeah, don't judge me on that one. But, uh, and, and usually he, he doesn't, but I think it was just, uh, it was, I think it was a particularly bad night. You know, I don't have that many bad shows, Jimmy Pardo. Let me just uh, Uh, admit it to you. (laughs) I've always seen you do very well. I I cannot speak. I usually, 
I, I'm willing to milk the audience with their goodwill at the very least. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but it goes, you know, it goes pretty well. And uh, but the I like, yeah. I, I mean, I love stand-up comedy. It's it's obviously my my mm. favorite thing, and it's great that you get to do it for the Conan show. I like uh, I like the idea that we've talked about a little stand-up comedy, but I wanna I kind of want to get back to. I uh, play fantasy baseball. What? That's what I. That's basically oh. my. Uh, that's my big hobby. That's my big passion. Okay. Uh, I've been doing it for, uh, believe it or not, twenty years. I like uh, fifty-four minutes into the show. Let's do this. You wanted to talk about the Civil War for forty-five minutes. <laughs> um, but uh, fantasy baseball. So you create your own team. Yeah, rotisserie baseball. You know, whatever it's called, whatever uh, the person chooses to call it. Right. Uh, yeah, Let's I started in nineteen ninety-two. No, wrong. No, 92. That'd be, that'd 92. be 18 years ago, 19 was, years ago. Was there handwriting at the time? Did you have to mail it off to a magazine or something? No, we, you know, it was uh, a guy named, a guy by the name of Bill Gorgo, uh, who was a comic out of Chicago. I don't know if he still does comedy. Okay. Uh, but he was in a league and he told me about it on the, uh, he was in a national league, fantasy baseball league. And he told me about it on a trip once. We were going to do a, uh, a one-nighter and we were driving down and he was telling me all about it. And I was like, geez, that sounds, like a lot of fun. He goes, well, you know what? Why don't we start an American League? And he said, you know, we, uh, you know, uh, I'll run it so that we could all see how it works. And, uh, you know, you get the guys together. So uh, there was, I got a uh, bunch of comics. A bunch just... of comics. And at the time, uh, two club owners. It was two club owners and then five comics, six comics. There was like 10 of us. So that makes what, like 10 teams? Yeah, 10 that teams. That would play each other. Yeah, nine teams. Well, no, you, you get the stats of the Major League Baseball players. Okay. So you... Um, how does it... Uh, as I've said many uh, times over the last 20 years, it's not so much fantasy baseball as it is fantasy accounting. <laughs> right. Because it's all it numbers. Seems... It's all, you know, if, if if my guy hits more home runs than yours, I get more points than you. Um, and, and, and it all adds and, up and as the year goes on. And it counts from real life. From yeah, re- the so... stats are from real time. Um, and then you apply them to the team to my that team. you've so assi- I, I, assembled. We have a draft every year. Okay. Uh, we now do the draft in Vegas. Uh, we go have draft weekend, and uh, one day we draft the National League, and the next uh, day we draft the American League. Uh, players from those te- leagues. Right. And um, it is the greatest weekend in the world. It is. Uh, I look forward to it. The second it's over, I can't wait for the next year to uh, draft. So wh- when you say you play like sort of the, the, the owners of the team. Play the owners of the teams, and you draft, uh, you know, uh, first pick. You could, uh, if National League, you could take Albert Pujols from the Cardinals, and then it would be your pick, and then you would pick somebody, and then you fill Robin out your Yount. roster. Wait, Robin you... Yount would not be a good choice. He's a coach at this point. I believe uh, a minor league manager. Is that possible? Is he? Is he? I don't know what Robin uh, okay. Yount is. I know <laughs> so he played he for the Brewers in the 70s and, and 80s. Right. It's, uh, it's the only baseball reference I have. He seemed very dreamy when I was 11. Yeah, I think if so, you look back at those pictures, he wasn't as dreamy. I, no, I, I no, think, I have looked back at them. I think we all thought he looked like Peter Frampton, and I'm not so sure he did. <laughs> uh, I, I don't even think Peter, Peter Frampton, if we look back at pictures of Peter Frampton, whether, how handsome he would be. It's interesting that he was the biggest pinup for a year and a half of his life, though. Robin Yount, yeah. No, idiot. Peter Frampton. <laughs> uh, I thought Robin Yount was more of a pinup than uh, Peter Well, because you lived there. Go I ahead. I did. I did. But, but yeah, that's... Okay, so... So I love it. Fantasy baseball, it, you know, it lasts the entire baseball season, six months, and then we talk about it for six months. And for that six months, we're like, so we're all back in. And for whatever reason, every year, everybody panics that everybody's going to quit. Nobody is... I mean, every now and then, one guy will quit. We've never had more than two people quit in a year. Okay. But every year, it's like, well, we're still doing this next year, right? And I think as we get older, right. people think at some point that maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Oh, but no. I, no, no, no. As I you think, get older now. I, I think you need it more. 
This is it. This you is- know, you need a hobby. Uh, I, I love it. I, uh, again, I, our draft is coming up on May, March, March 25, 26, 27. Right. In Vegas. And, uh, and, and I so love it. Do you have, do you, do you get like to pick the name of your team or do sure. you have like the Cubs? Uh, no, you pick the name of your team. Okay. So you have, um, I, we're the card tables or whatever yes. it would be. Mm-hmm. And you get to pick from both national and American league. Depending on what, uh, there are, there are mixed leagues. I do not play in a mixed league. Okay. I play in, in, in one that is strictly national league players and okay. one that is strictly American league players. And so. You guys cover both leagues. You're you're the people who play this fantasy. League. Uh, two different leagues, yeah. Two different. You, uh, some of, some of us bleed over. Okay. Are in both leagues. Uh, me and uh, I think there's four of us that are in both leagues. There's ten okay. guys in each league. Okay. And so like there's six different guys, you know, and 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 we and like I said, we meet in uh, Vegas. Some guys do it via the internet because they can't uh, make it out to Vegas on that weekend. But right. uh, it's the greatest. I'm not helping at all. I'm not giving any information. No, no, it's it's kind of fa- and, and I am I'm confused about the stat thing where because you you pick your team. Yes. How many guys are on your team? Well, you you, you fill a roster. Uh, there's uh, thirteen active batters and nine active pitchers, and then okay. a six man bench. Okay. And uh, and uh, you know so you you fill out. You You're know, pushing forty. You pick forty players from the actual. Twenty three. Twenty three. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Um, Thirteen and nine is twenty-two plus six, twenty-eight. You pick twenty-eight players. Wow, math is not my strong suit. Holy mm-hmm. smokes! Yeah, I would be 40. terrible on this. Uh, uh, no, you wouldn't be because everything is done on the computer these days. But when we started, to answer your question from way back uh, long ago, Bill Gorgo would do everything by hand and then uh, and then mail us or fax us. He would fax us excellent uh, the standings uh, on a weekly basis. On a weekly basis, you find out how your team is doing by how they're actually doing. Yes. So again, if if Albert Pujols hits three home runs, uh, that adds week. to my total of. Or in a day, in a week, in a in a month. And is there like a head to head? Like if Pat Francis, is I playing? do not play head to head. There is there are head to head fantasy baseball leagues. Okay, that is not what we do. Okay, so what you're doing is you're essentially watching these twenty seven, yes, twenty nine guys accumulate their stats, their stats, all their stats through the course of the 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 season. Yes. Now let's say and I'm then at the end of the season, you get money. You get money. Yeah, I mean, I, my, my money, fake fake money. Oh, fake. You get, oh, right, fa- right. You get fake money. <laughs> It's, it's right, not gambling. No it's not gambling. gambling. There's no gambling on fantasy football. Uh, uh, baseball. Uh, baseball. Or fantasy football. I, I don't play fantasy football. But uh, let's pretend for, that you're way ahead of uh, – that you're killing everybody in home runs. Right. And I'm killing everybody in stolen bases. Uh, we may make a trade. We could trade players. Oh. Uh, you know, I'll give you a Carl Crawford if you give me uh, Adam Dunn sort right. of thing. Do you collect baseball cards I too? did. I collected baseball cards when I was a child. Right. And then I chose to do it again in the early 90s when it became uh, uh, where um, nothing's collectible. It's one of those they make. Oh, they make too many of them to actually. But but yes. I, I would think you would collect to sort of own the cards of the players that you have. Uh, that sounds expensive because you got to buy a lot of cards to get all those dudes. Well, yeah, but in this day and age, you can go there and just buy the team sets. Oh right. So that's kind of that's taken the fun. Like they, the the early '90s took the fun out of all baseball card collecting, in my opinion. Right. It's uh, I had a Cal Ripken rookie card, and that, that was uh, worth money. And and I got taken for a buggy ride because uh, I sold it. You for sold rent. it to the Amish. Yeah, I, I sold it to the Amish. I sold it at a, a, car, a card place. Did uh, you for how much? It was uh, that and a bunch of other rookie cards and stuff for fifty bucks. 
Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. You got ripped off. Yeah, I got to take it for a buggy ride. Yeah. I have my hat handed to me right there. Mm. It's uh, it's unfortunate. I'm not going to continue to be bitter about it. No, I think I'm... I nope, think you're yeah, doing okay. Yeah. You mentioned your iPod, uh, your iPad earlier. I think you're doing fine. Yeah, I don't need it. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It's uh, and There's I have an animated uh, version of one of your jokes on the internet. You're doing okay. Yeah, yeah. It's the guy who animated that did a great job. Yes, he did. And uh, and the iPad's funny um, because Andy said to uh, said to me, "We both need them for work." And I said, "I don't know how to say no to that." Uh, you offered to buy a $600 toy for me. And and what do you do, play Angry Birds? No, I don't like it. You know what I like? Jelly Car 3, people. I should Jelly tell you this. Car I don't 3. know anything about it. I just know Angry that if Birds. one more person mentions Angry Birds, <laughs> I'm going to sick Tippy Hedron on him. Was she in that movie? Was she in the birds? Did I pull <laughs> I the right actress? I did I pull the right actress? did. Nice one. That's a win. That is a win. Uh, I will say this. We're Jelly done? Car 3. We are done. That was a, We've that was done an hour. nothing. We have done nothing. We've done it. We talked about fantasy baseball for two minutes. I know. It's it. my only dork thing. But here's my thing my about My whole life is full of dorkness. Music. It's all dorky. It's all dorky. You own a Kiss t-shirt. I own many Kiss t-shirts. More than one? Yeah. Why is that? Different uh, times they played? Uh, Concerts, yeah, I believe they're called. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, diff- different uh, road shows. <laughs> yes, uh, different tours. Different tours, different uh, images. <laughs> what, do right. I have, what do I have? Four? I might have four or five Kiss shirts. I had a. I did a show uh, with a with a band, a whole band sitting in my living room. Beatallica, a Beatles Metallica mashup band, and the lead singer I had babysat for, and he had been part of the uh, Kiss Army back when he was a child. I was a member of the Kiss Army. Were you? Uh, is that your only service? Do you want to hear my joke? Yes. Uh, I, could, I, I was never in the military. I was in the Kiss Army for a short period of time. I had to leave, though, because I was willing to rock and roll all night. I was not willing to party every day. So I'm AWOL. Right now, there's a 50-year-old man dressed like a kitty cat roaming the streets looking for me. And then I go on and on and on and quote Kiss lyrics. Uh, well, oh, do you? And I make it all seem like I did, like I made like it up on it? the spot. On the spot. Are you talking about, huh? This is good writing. Right into the vault. That's it. That's mm-hmm. That's from the vault. Which I think people got to, you got to appreciate the vault. Yes, nobody's mad at the vault. No Sounds issues. like you've got issues with the vault. You're trying to convince yourself it's okay. I might. Maybe it's me. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's all me. It sounds like I need to come back for another episode because we didn't get into anything. Well, here's the thing. I want to have uh, Mr. Brody Stevens on, mm-hmm. who is a current baseball. I, I just I just emailed him. I asked him. I said, could you make baseball fascinating? Uh, an if anybody hour. could, it's Bur- uh, Brody. It's, uh, Brody's a very funny man. Very funny man and... I'm always curious about people who watch baseball and all sports, actually. Mm. Why they watch? I love baseball. You like to watch? Baseball. I love it. I will say this. I will admit this to myself now. Uh, We're being recorded. I okay. do not. If I, I can't, I can't watch the Rangers versus the A's. Uh, I'm, I'm a White Sox fan. Okay, you'll watch one team. I could watch every single White Sox game. I could watch all. It's not you know, the 162 game of- games. Okay. If it's the White Sox. <laughs> but if, if it's like the ESPN Sunday night game is Kansas City versus the Yankees, nah. Nah? Nah. Maybe it could be on in the background. See, Brody, uh, famously on Twitter, so at least 12 people know. Right. Uh, is that, uh. Well, he's friends with Zach, so he's got more than 12. Right. And he'll, and he'll, it's, it could be any game. He'll watch. He'll watch yeah. Little League. Watching watch... Mariners Giants. Well, <laughs> they, that would be interleague, certainly. But uh, uh, I don't know what. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's it's my a, Brody Stevens impression. But by the, the way, it's a good one too. You'll you'll have him. Uh, he'll he'll be on in a couple episodes. I think. Well, we look forward and, to uh, uh, hearing. Maybe that. I'll have you back on. Adjust your uh, volume. It, it only took a month and a half for us to orchestrate this. It was uh, ridiculous pretty, that it took so long. It was. What? Uh, 
people could see you, they should go see a taping of Conan. Sure. And then they could see you do 10 to 15. Or come and see me when I'm in your town. Right, because Jimmy Pardo, JimmyPardo.com, is that mm-hmm. true? And then you, are you on the Twitter? Nope. Nope, but Matt well, Belknap at is. at Never Not Funny. At is. Never Not Funny, which is the name of your podcast, mm-hmm. Never Not Funny, on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Is there a NeverNotFunny.com? We, we don't Probably. own it. No? We, we have Pardcast.com. Oh, Pardcast, because Pardo, that's pretty funny. I was the first one to do that. You are Tom, Paul F. Tomcast, or whatever mm-hmm. the heck uh, Paul F. Tomkins has that going. Pretty great name. I think it's a great name. It's a great name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a nice work with his name. It's all, it's a It's a nice anagram. I the, like it. The young man that interns on our show, the production assistant, because we pay him. Right. Um, Thank God. Is, uh, his, he has his own, uh, and his last name is Katz. That's a podcats. Oh, podcats. So I think if it works, Paul F. Tomcast, podcast. Right. Podcats. I think if, if it does, but uh, so many people try to. Jackie Casty? Yeah, no, see, other people try to do that. Would no. it be horrible? And Dork Forest is, uh, it's the Dork Forest. I'm going to uh, guess that this is going to be your least received episode because we didn't, I don't think we, I don't think we dorked it up enough. I think we did. I think you we know did. your show better than I do. It's, uh, <laughs> I think, I feel uh, I've let people down both comedically and dork uh, wise. Could, could people email you and tell you that they loved it? Um, Probably. Yes, I get enough emails from people telling me they don't like me, so if we could avoid that, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, if you didn't have a good time, keep it to yourself, people. Mm, they'll still write me. It's Shout it out the window. You ruined, you interrupted Jackie's Civil War story. <laughs> she was um, going somewhere with that, and you thought it was more important to... No, no. Yeah. People know I'm Those not, are not your fans. I'm not going I'm anywhere. General. People who, who listen to the show know I'm not going anywhere. Uh-huh. It's all good. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, people, by the way, can see me. I'm at the Burbank Flappers this weekend if this comes out before the weekend. When will this come out? Uh, probably two days, two, three days from now. It's, uh, this like is a guy. Wednesday. This is a Wednesday, so it'll come out before the 25th, I think, right around Friday, Saturday, 25th, 26th. Will it? I think and so. And so you're at Flappers this weekend. I'm at Flappers in this Burbank, weekend in California. Burbank, California. And then, uh, and then I'm, uh, I'm doing a bunch of LA shows for a couple of weeks here. I'm in Valencia this weekend. Are you doing the JR? I am. The Marie I love it. It is great. They're, I love it. What a supportive audience. You know what I like to say? You're in the shadow of the magic mountain. Mm. It never works. It never works that line. Why don't you, know you what? try if it? If I may, just, let's do an experiment. I will try it this weekend. All right. And see if it gets anything. Right. Or if somebody, I, I, what I really want to do, that's Jackie line. <laughs> Please do. Please do. I, you I, are I, the shadow of the magic mountain. I've, I'm doing the Ventura Harbor. Have you ever done that one out sure, there? Sure, of course. That's, that's perfectly. I, I uh, did a New Year's Eve there uh, where a fella uh, uh, charged the stage and uh, then got uh, punched a woman in the face. What? Oh, it's a crazy uh, story. There's no hitting. There's no hitting in adult land. Oh, uh, this guy he punched got, a drunk. A, a guy charged you on a stage. A guy. A guy had a, a hated me, and uh, I think he was tweaking. We in retrospect, everybody thinks he's tweaking. Oh, that he might have been on some sort of drugs. Yes, okay. and his lady may have been as well. Okay. So his lady actually started it, and he was defending her. He he hated me, right? And was voicing it on New Year's Eve. Uh, and the New Year's Eve show. We're about to have a countdown right. to celebrate. Right. And he uh, and he looked like uh, G. Gordon Liddy. Perfect. He looked like uh, a... Did he carry a, uh, a candle around with so he could put his hand over it? Huh? That's a G. Gordon Liddy reference. If anybody would have, it would have been this fella. He right. would have. He uh, he looked like a strong man from the circus like in that cartoon, like a cartoon right. version of that. Uh, his late... He hated me, was being vocal about it. I was uh, yelling at him to shut up and quit ruining everybody's evening. <laughs> And, Which is uh, as much as you can do enough. And, and by the way, I was not being funny. It was one of those things where, like, you I, had gotten angry. I, I'm, I'm an, enough. Right. Shut up. Yeah. She threw um, her glass at me. Oh, really? Yes. And then I went crazy and said, "Let's get her out of here." 
And then she stood up, and then they tried to escort her out. He then got up and was, like I say, G. Gordon Liddy, seven Raging feet tall, bull. giant, right. and said, you know, oh, he goes, you, what did he, he yelled something crazy, and then... Not Six Semper Tyrannus, was it? What's that? Six Semper Tyrannus? No, it was not. Okay, John Wilkes Booth. And then, oh, I'm not going to remember any of the details. Somehow then, she jumped on the back of a bouncer... And then what? turned around, and the guy ex- uh, no, no, somebody punched her in the face. Blood went flying. Uh, they choked him out. Wow! It was crazy. That's that was where did that adventure? In Ventura, Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. Well, come see me in March, people. When none of that'll be happening. No, none of that'll happen. Uh, you're you know, you're a very kind person. Uh, no, no. When I lose it, it's it's you know. There's always that level where you, you've tried to be funny, you've tried to be mean and funny, you've tried to be seriously. You mm-hmm. got to call it. And then after that, you say the horrifying thing that comes to mind, which mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, and you've tried to be nice, you've tried to be funny, nice, and uh, I, uh, the best, actually, the best uh, defense that I've come to recently is. When I, I was doing an Indian casino where I couldn't swear and I couldn't, I was, and there were no bouncers and I had been told that I could, couldn't do anything about the bad guys, about hecklers. So I saw this guy would not stop. And I said to his friend, can you please take him out of here? And his friend goes, nope, nope. And I, you know, when you see the red dots, uh-huh. uh, I actually, <laughs> I had a moment of clarity. Fell to my knees, made the sign of the cross, and prayed him out of the room. Ah! <laughs> I was just like, please, God, bless this man in another room. I hope he wins at the Indian Casino. I hope he wins in life. But I hope it happens outside of this room. And I got a big laugh, big applause break, and shamed the bejeebus out of this kid. Right. Uh, so people should come and see our, us do stand-up comedy. We're sure. around. We're doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, do you have a CD or something people can, can buy? No, I don't know what I have. DVD? Something like that? I've Just got, go I to JimmyPardo.com. There's t-shirts. I think there's that's merch. Mm-hmm. You got a Never Not Funny shirt? Yeah. You got a Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt. Yes, uh, I do. Is... Uh, yeah, we have a great, uh, brand new Never Not Funny shirt. Uh, on based on a, based on a Kiss uh, album cover. Really? Mm-hmm. Some guy named Jeff Wilson out of St. Louis made it. It looks great. Oh, that's cool. That's fantastic. Looks great. Let's, uh, let's look, let me link to the T-shirt. Because people like T-shirts. They're fun. Uh, this is a good one. Yeah, this yeah. Is a, this is a good one. Awesome. Based on Kisses Rock and Roll Over. All right. Thank Ladies, you for having me. Thanks, everybody, for listening. It's been swell. See you next time. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?